Ian. Mind Grenade is a pop culture based show that dives into TV, movies, music, commies, and a whole lot more. Commies? Commies. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we might lose a few yeah. listeners. Did I say oh, we might gain a few as well. C-A-A I didn't gonna... say commies, did I? You sure did. Oh. Yeah, so no comics today, just commies. Just com- yeah, this is <laughs> Hello, wait, no. Hello, comrades. Yeah, Welcome to Mind go. Grenade. Uh, hey, we welcome every, all, all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we got that out of the way. <laughs> Partially, in in a way, we got it. Yeah, I wanted. I I, I was did something on the airplane yesterday that I think Hector would disprove of. Oh shit! And I I wanted to uh, watch something full screen instead of widescreen. Well, trying to think of the shit that (laughs) annoys me. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so my headphones died on the flight over there. I thought I'd charge them. I did not charge them. Bastard. So then I've got my phone out. Right, you know, you can watch movies on the plane. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm scrolling oh, through. Oh shit! So okay. I've got it. I'm I'm not I'm not playing it with sound. Okay, yeah. so I'm not that much of an asshole. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that asshole. Oh, it's yeah. like okay. full blast. Like I'm hey, imagining you yeah. sitting there and and from the point of view of the seat behind you, the guy's just sitting there with his <laughs> wife, and he just hears, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Sir, you're gonna have to put your mask back on. <laughs> no, the um, okay. So I've got got it out, and I'm, I'm scrolling through, and I'm like, oh, you know. Uh, Godzilla. I'll, maybe I'll give it a, a shot. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't have I mean, Godzilla without sound. Is that really a Godzilla movie? So I'm like, oh, well, it's got subtitles. Oh, wow. So I turn the subtitles on. Yeah. Start watching it. Yeah. I make it about 40 minutes in. I'm like, oh, that's just boring without sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I was like, I don't know. It's probably, it was probably the worst movie to pick. To trying to watch a movie yeah, with subtitles, yeah. you know, because you can't even hear Godzilla roar. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's just like it's like, like Godzilla roaring noise. <laughs> yeah. that's, oh, that's all I got. That's probably not like, as good as yeah. In right. like lowercase le- letters, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Roars, oh, right? Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a bummer. So it's like electric noises. Is like oh, <laughs> it wasn't. Man. I don't think it was the new one. It was uh, Godzilla, the Brian Cranston, Shin, Shin Godzilla. I don't, it had uh, um, like Baby Mothra in it. And it had, King of the Monsters? Yeah, I think it's King of the Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Right. Did you watch the entire thing? I watched. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did watch like. So there, there's the scene where the pterodactyl looking thing mm-hmm. comes out of the, mm-hmm. the, that the part volcano. Was cool. Okay. Yeah. Got, sorry. Like, yeah. You know, it was lightning. Mm-hmm. What's he called? Uh, Rodan. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, uh, Ghidorah has got the lightning. The three-headed monster. Yeah. yeah Ghidorah. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think it's really cool. Um. So Kaylee sat there and watched it with you. Oh no, oh, no, so no she was already in California. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, man, that's rough, dude. That's yeah. a so, some, that's some first world problem show right there. You can like listen to the whole movie with with the video off at work this week, and then mentally connect the two. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking genius. Yeah, <laughs> we can end the show. That's it. That's all we wanted to get to you, comrades. Is that Matt's our, our resident genius? Um, Have so, you guys ever uh, done the old subtitles on a, a movie? Um. Yeah, but like you, you had to do it out of necessity. necessity it's on right. it. like, not, like not it was, out of choice. Wasn't yeah. Choice. Wait, are you? Is the is the old subtitles mean like with the sound off? Yeah. No, because yeah, yeah. I've never done that. That's really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do watch most things with the subtitles on because. Like I, mean, I get tired of being like, "What did he yeah, say?" Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it 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 depends on what it is. I'm like, I want to catch every little bit of yeah. what the dialogue is. Um. But you remind me about first world problems because um, you were uh, talking about well you uh, the three of you guys are coupled up you guys Jason and Matt are married and yep. and, and he's on do. his way yeah. we're touching and each other's asses right yeah now. you're coupled up mm-hmm. so um, this 
I'll relate mostly to you guys that more than more so for me is uh, Ian brought up how uh, he was having uh, him and his a significant other were having issues finding the right thing to watch on Netflix, you know, and I'm sure you, you guys have probably been there too, where you're, you're like, Ian said he liked this show, but she wasn't really feeling, no, it actually went, she was picking the show, you weren't feeling it, mm-hmm, and right. then, then you'd go to pick a show and she'd be like, not happening. Right, right, right. So, uh, and I was like, oh, talk about first world problems, like finding stuff to find on Netflix. So I wanted to know if you guys, if Matt and Jason kind of uh, have had issues like that. I feel like Jason's just like a, a garbage dump for shows. He just, just pile <laughs> them all just in. Like, He's like, yeah, I'll fucking mouth. watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fire up the old show bong. Let's get this going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My house is like a big just show orgy. Ah, you just, just shows everywhere. Just in <laughs> just all. Yeah. I just turn them on all the TVs in the house, whether anybody's <laughs> in the room or not. <laughs> Every time you walk, like someone leaves their cell phone on the counter, he walks by. He's like, oh, tap, 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 tap. Show on movies there. playing on there. All right, get back to work. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, Breaking Bad is playing in your bathroom. I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, no one's been in there for an hour. I know. Yeah, but I might be. Yeah. No, I, my yeah. problem is more like I never have a problem finding something that we can both watch. It's just like a lot of the stuff that I want to watch. I know she would care, like doesn't care at all for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the main time I have to watch TV is with her. So I, I don't get to watch stuff that I want as much. So you, you already know what to what not to bring up. Yeah. Like, like oh, I know well. things that are like, oh, you watch this like when Katie's working evenings or something. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason, like, do you have uh, any issues with them? Uh we don't watch a ton of shows together, but we kinda have an idea of what shows we can like um what we each other really like. Like yeah. if it's in both our wheelhouses, we may watch it together, but otherwise we won't so that we can kind of watch it faster. Yeah. Um, cause it'll slow us down. If, if we're you're waiting to, for, if we're waiting person. for each other. Yeah. But you, you know her well enough to know she would love this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the, the uh, the ultimate taboo when you're watching a show with your significant other and then you realize that they have watched like two more seasons without you and they're Ooh. trying to pretend that they haven't watched it and you're like oh. call them out and you're like oh, fuck you? that well you just ruined it i'm not watching it anymore I'm, like, I'm done i'm done yeah that's definitely happened to me at least in two shows um that uh supernatural is one where it's like she's like four seasons ahead of me and i'm like what are you i was like i thought we were watching this together oh. she's like oh well i'm like how did you watch four seasons <laughs> in a week and she's like well you know i skip i like skip through the boring parts and, I just, and i'm like well then you're not even watching it and i'm like this is ridiculous like i'm not i'm not watching any more of this you can finish it yourself that's hilarious <laughs> now, katie will just tell me she'll be like do you care that much about this show and i'll be like <clears throat> whatever and she's like okay i'm gonna watch the whole thing <laughs> and then i'm the one who like will secretly watch an episode yeah. early like especially when when i was working nights and game of thrones would come out okay and i would get home i would have immediately watch the new episode and then i would watch it again with her those have actually, good rewatch value it was actually so. nice when we were bitching about it for hours on this podcast because i mm-hmm. uh I knew more because I watched every episode twice. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's why I thought you seemed so smart about it. But now I know <laughs> you've watched it twice. Yeah, but I am a genius. Wow. <laughs> um, I had, uh, we were going to get, we were going to jump onto some uh, Crossing the Streams, uh, just bringing up some of the st- recommendations we have, um, streaming stuff. But uh, I had one, I had a couple more. And if you guys think of any more uh, first world problems, I think 
I think Ian, you came up with this one. I wrote it down. A squeaky wheel at the grocery store would be a good example of because yeah. that's a, that's annoying because you'll you'll get started and then you'll be like, oh no, I'm gonna put it back and then grab another cart and then it, that one's even worse. You're like, oh <laughs> fuck it, right? And then a person comes up behind you and gets like the ultimate stealth cart. Yeah, so I'll zip and pass you. Ram your heels with it. Ah, you got like a. Or like you, you have your cart right, and it's like, (laughs) and you're like, oh, you put it back, and then someone comes and grabs the same cart, and it's dead silent. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) And that's that wheel that's like Jimmy and like the side. (laughs) Well, some of them like completely spin circles as you're rolling. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how is this possible? What, What is physics done? you look down and it has its own weave of hair like the wheel. So here's the real question. Does it just bother you when you have a cart like that? Or are you like physically embarrassed for the shittiness of your cart? It's both. I mean, like it's it's honestly both. You like feel ashamed. You're like yeah. You're like and you're like halfway in the store now, you're like I shouldn't have grabbed this cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's looking at you. It's almost as if you brought the cart with <laughs> yeah, you from right. home. You're, you're like, like, oh, man. You feel the need. You're like, it brings just... shame to my family. I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. I can't control it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of shame, that reminds me, like, whenever, have you ever, like, tripped or fell, and then you looked around, no one was around, but the shame is still mm. as, as potent? Mm-hmm. You're like, man, like, I've got plenty of practice at this. I've been walking my entire life. Why did I trip just now? Yes. Uh, but it's funny how you'll just look around and there's no one there, but you'll still feel the shame. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, shame! So I have to bring the the gender reveal thing since I've made it a thing. There, people in New Hampshire built some explosive device to do their. This is another thing that happened. Why is it always an explosive? <clears throat> Listen to this shit. It was so the explosion was so big from their fucking gender reveal party, it cracked the foundations of some of their neighbors' homes. Oh my God! <laughs> what the? F- and, oh, and it was a boy. <laughs> how could it how was it so big that it cracked the foundation yeah, people reported they thought there was people that lived within so much distance of the house they reported they thought there was an earthquake oh my god wow what, did they use who like, the fuck like, what did they make it out of like ammonia and diesel fuel <laughs> oh, no. don't know it's dynamite so stupid we call this the timothy mcveigh yeah <laughs> he's like we're gonna name him tim yeah <laughs> anyway yeah that's another first word problems. How are we going to tell people about is the this sex that, of our baby? Uh, is this the people using all that, that fucking tannerite? Like the pounds and pounds and pounds. Like, oh, like, that's like the one explosive you can buy. Yeah. You know what that Just is, right? Pick it up. Tannerite? Yeah. It, it sounds, sounds familiar. It's supposed to it's supposed to be like um, for target practice. You shoot it oh, with yes, like a yes. high caliber yes, rifle yes, yes, round yes, 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 and it yes. blows up. I mean, it's loud as, as hell. Mm, it's yes, crazy yes, loud. It's about. nuts. But I think people buy like 50 to 100 pounds of it and then just go ham. And they just blow some shit up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. How, I don't know how I should get explosives like legally. Yeah, right. Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the bomb making section of the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. this you is know, for our comrades. <laughs> you know what? Another <laughs> hello, comrades. You know what? Another first world problem is okay. deciding what all from all the streaming services which ones you need to buy. That's yeah, the first world problem. Um, that kind of leads me to uh, tenant. And you guys are all caught up on Tenet. I just, you haven't watched well, it. Well, I just watched it twice. You oh, watched wow. twice. Did okay. you watch it in reverse once? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so it's really great. In the reverse. reason, the reason I'm trying to lock it into what Jason just says to the movie that we've all watched it by this point. Um, so obviously, last year it came. Fucking Christopher Nolan was fucking dead set for it to come out in theaters, and it, it came out and didn't perform because, of course, we were what we were all going through, but. 
Um, he he was pissed when they decided that all these movies were coming out. Warner Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. They decided they were all going to be uh, streaming first. Um, and uh, his quote, which this first world problem <laughs> is, uh, let's see here. Uh, he woke up uh, when he found out about all the stuff being streaming on for Warner Brothers. Some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. Okay, he was pissed. But no, it's I've not, lost respect well, from him after hearing well, a few things about that movie. Well, just uh, let me address this real quick. HBO Max is not the worst streaming service, so but I'll give him that because he was uh-huh. upset and he was uh, the hyperbolic, but... Um, is butthurt appropriate for that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can understand, but like, I think the movie, I mean, if I, I haven't looked, but I'm sure it's done well uh, after like streaming one. But we're, I'm sorry, Matt, you were. Oh, I just, he's one of those guys that like lives in a bubble and doesn't understand. He's like the millionaire that doesn't understand why people go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he, so I heard, heard the other day, I watched a whole video about it that like, I've never noticed this because I watch most of them at home with the subtitles on. But his mm-hmm. movies are super hard to understand in the theater. Yeah. And, and then it's like when a he whole puts, thing. Then he puts people in under uh, like uh, Bane or yeah. some of these other characters under face masks. Not COVID face masks, but like full on fucking. And then you can't understand. Like it's almost as if he's doing it deliberately. But why well, would you do that? Sometimes. So the point of the video is like artistically, a lot of the times you're not supposed to understand what they're saying. Yeah. Like in real life. But. Yeah. He also mentioned that Christopher Nolan, he mix sound has his movies sound mixed only for like the most pristine, top quality sound systems in the nicest theaters in the country. Mm-hmm. Basically saying to all of his fans that like, you have to go watch it. Yeah, but the- not everyone even has access to theaters right, like that. Like right. every other movie is mixed for the general public to enjoy. But he's like, oh, you have to see it in nah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, most expensive theater in L.A., and it's like, come on, dude. No one cares about it mm-hmm, that much. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'd find say, him very pretentious. I'd say Tenet, I did go watch in the IMAX theater. There are some shots in it that were, that I can't, but I had to reach to remember them. It was like when they're on the, um, they were in Italy, like on the boat or whatever. Those shots like that are pretty to look at. Uh, but like when I was remembering back, I think I was, I was doing a recording for Dunkirk which I hadn't seen in the theater or at all, like up until about a month ago for the podcast. And Dunkirk, I wish I would have seen it in IMAX. Tenet, I didn't have to see it in IMAX. I'm glad I saw it in the theater, but I didn't have to see it in the IMAX. Um, But yeah, he's... Yeah, like. He, so, but then again, he's like my favorite director. So he 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 swings for the fence. I mean, yeah. he 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 wrote he, he's, that he's, shit he's, himself. Is yeah. that for real? Yeah. yeah. And then and that's the other thing. He he's very mathematical with his craftsmanship with the movie. That sometimes, which is a critique that he gets, is that then there isn't a, a lot of heart, a lot of like warmth in his in his stories. Like in Tenet, the 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 relationship between the protagonist and the and the woman. Is really the heart of the thing, but why was he that attached to her? Other than like, I don't know, she's pretty, I guess. But there isn't any uh, like, and he was trying to save the world too. But like, they seem to have a kind of connection there, but there wasn't a lot of development in their relationship, so it was kind of like forced that part of it. Yeah, I mean, he writes plots that are like so grand that the 
characters are sometimes less important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more craft than it is kind of... Um, I don't know. He just, like, everything he makes is so fresh. Well, that's the thing is uh, he, he's ma- in, in a world where everything's a remake and a comic book adaptation. He's the one guy, aside from the Batman movies, he's the one guy making new stuff. Like the Batman when, movies were new, too, though, because they've yeah. never been a superhero movie that even tried to be real. Right. It was always like... Oh, Gotham's just this neon, stupid place. Right, right, right. With or Jim, with Jim or... Carrey in it. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did we all like Tenant? Uh, yeah, I loved it. I, really yeah, loved I enjoyed it too. It. Yeah. Um, we won't get too far into it, but uh, the I, I wanted to link that up to what you were saying about streaming services. So, first world problem, yes. Like before you guys showed up, I was like, I don't need all the I don't need all the streaming services I have right now, which. I'm trying to think of like shows that I'm gonna be watching, like uh, Loki. So I'll have to keep mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Rick and Morty's coming up. I think there's multiple places to get that though. HBO Max, I think, has Rick and Morty, but it does. does also does Amazon Prime? Well, also have so I that? think uh, it's Hulu and the. But the thing with HBO. I don't know if they're getting new the new episodes. ones. Okay, yeah. See, that's I'm going to want the new episodes. I think isn't it Hulu that gets the new ones? Yeah, Hulu is yeah. like honestly, okay. I'm kind of coming around to Hulu being the best streaming service. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, all the anime, like you were saying. Well, they before. have, and they but they have like all the a lot of like just good TV shows, and especially yeah, yeah. Uh, FX. Like FX has all the best shit, and it's all yeah. on Hulu. I mean, they do got the movies. That's right, but I don't, they make TV shows oh, mostly. Okay. Fact, <laughs> chilling for FX. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm pretty impressed with HBO. I know the whole Zack Snyder. That's a first world problem. The Zack the the Snyder cut is a first world problem. Um, I'm not going to elaborate any more than that. just that the Snyder cut first world problem. Um, that's what was getting me all just like, man, it's bullshit. Like, it's not going to help them. It didn't really help them out. In numbers, it was until Godzilla versus Kong came out where their numbers started um, improving. But um, no, HBO Max is fucking it's pretty fantastic. Like it's got a lot of shit on there. Was that a new movie that just came out with the Angelina Jolie? Yeah, Fire. Something. Those who wish we were dead, or yeah, something like that. Dead or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but even before they were releasing stuff, uh, day and date. Um, HBO on Saturday nights were always releasing the new hotness when it came to like a new movie, not the theaters, but that just came right. uh, to home video. But um, elaborate more. You were saying that uh, just as a first world problem is trying to pick no oh, yeah. uh, streaming. Well, there seems like there's getting more and more, but I think well, <laughs> I think Disney kind of understood that when they came to the floor and they're like, oh, well, we have stakes in these two other platform so let's package them together trying to get ESPN more people to and, yeah. ESPN and Hulu yeah but uh that there are streaming services that I've never even heard of that I get heard mentioned I was like is that a thing like what is it like fubu and some of these other things it's like uh, yeah so fubu is tv right fubo fubo or whatever yeah oh yeah fubu is the clothing brand yeah 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 that you're currently decked out in from head to toe yeah you know. with a hat and everything it's got uh-huh. that drip <clears throat> But yeah, there's there's a lot of them. Um, I know that uh, there's some rumors that MGM's buying or not MGM, but uh, Amazon's buying MGM. Really? Yeah. Um, the mergers, the mergers are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Is it possible that one of the 
these big ones uh, swallows up Netflix. Is that even possible, or is Netflix already gotten Netflix too big buy to buy one of the other ones of anything? Because like Disney is Disney. Um, no, Disney's is Disney, and it swallowed up Fox and a couple other things. Right. Warner Brothers is AT and T, Time Warner. Did they just merge with something. So yeah, so they're like it's going to be they're breaking off the Time Warner and no, oh, okay. So then now it's going to be AT and its own company, oh, and it's going to be weird. Discovery. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh, yeah. and all their content with Warner Brothers. Yeah. So you got, they're uh, making their own kind of like super giant now. Yeah, yeah. Paramount Plus. Right, you got Paramount you got, now. Which no, there is a fo- Fubo. Fubo TV? I never even heard of that one. Uh, Crackle. Yeah, I was like, I don't I wasn't making it. was something like that. Tubi, Pluto TV, PlayStation View. Um, yeah. Uh, TV, yeah. I, um, no, yeah, so trying to figure out. Yeah, it, it, it makes me wonder if... Uh, you know, there's like so many. Well, back in the day, before cable was a thing, there became so many stations. It's like, oh, here's a company. Now we're gonna package all these together for you and then give them to you. Then it makes me wonder, like, are we heading that direction? We already are, though. Yeah, like yeah. the uh, HBO streaming service is that they right? Have Cartoon yeah. Network and ESPN. So how much? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, how much packaging together are we gonna start getting now? Which is already happy. But so I it's like like turning like back it. into. Kind of the same concept. Well, yeah. I like it a little bit because, like, I'm so tired of like, oh, right, you gotta yeah. exit this one, you gotta, yeah, you gotta exit this program, <laughs> right, load up right. this other one. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like you can't even tell what's on which one. And then, yeah, yeah, the most first worldy of first world mm-hmm. problems. There's too many. When I'm sitting, laying back, I don't want to click so many buttons <laughs> on my remote. You know, that's just that's too true. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes the remote's out of reach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the battery's <laughs> yeah. dead in it, and then okay. you can't even. To continue with that, having to hit play on a GIF. It's, that's pretty first worldy. <laughs> like you mean I gotta click this shit? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was one of the ones I had? Or um, when you realize that the GIF is not a GIF, but it's actually a picture, <laughs> and even waiting. Yeah, so it's kind of a Rick Rick getting Rick rolled. Mm-hmm. That's first world problem right there. Uh, getting Rick rolled is yeah. It's uh, it's the same about falling or tripping. It's the same feeling when I get when I've. Uh, I don't remember the last time I got Rick rolled, but that's that feeling. It's like, really? God damn it. I'm such an ass. I'm such a dummy for. I think the last Rick time I remember rolled. you telling me was somebody had posted like a Lana. Yeah, album, that's usually how they get and me. I was like, it's like, oh, the new Radiohead <laughs> just dropped. Let me check it out. And then it's, yeah, I get Rick rolled. Yeah, that's, that's how they get me is with the music. Yeah. I want to meet the guy that just loves that song. He gets like thrilled whenever he gets Rick Yeah, for him. He like, yeah. But he like walks into work. He's just kind of like singing. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, dude, what are you singing? I actually know a guy. His name's Rick Astley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, he gets Rick rolled the opposite way. Somebody acts like they're going to play him the song, gets all excited, and they play they something, play something else, else. else. Yeah, yeah. And they play some Coldplay or something. That's a, that's my that's my most first worldly of all first world problems is having a Coldplay song stuck in my head. Mm. I'm like, man, it doesn't get worse than this. Here's a, you were just went on a plane or something. Here's a first world problem when... You get all bummed out because you have to get up at like 6 a.m. to get to the airport on time to go on vacation. Like, yeah. oh, I gotta yeah, get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. so I can fly to a place that's mm-hmm. gonna be awesome. Yeah, this yeah. sucks. No, you're, I can't believe this baby's gonna cry the whole way. <laughs> oh man, no, I totally... to this paradise that most people can't afford to go to. There's one thing I care about the most. It's that positioning yourself in an airplane to not sit behind fucking kids. I'm sorry, but I don't. I want your grubby baby like kicking my seat the yeah, whole yeah, time, yeah, yeah. and the parents are assholes. Like you, half the time, you, get, you look back, like, 
and they're just yeah. you know, their little feet are like yeah, yeah, yeah. And parents aren't doing shit about it because they're they're annoyed too because right. they don't want to be there with their kid. You should just be a real American and get blackout drunk, and then <laughs> there you go. No, they awesome. have the drink limits now. You and can't, it's not at the two. airport. Well, I mean, yeah. Get drunk. Get to your. Yeah, uh, mortgage your house to. You get like drunk show up the to the airport bar, like he's like, um, "When's your flight, man?" He's like, "Oh, it's not for like four hours. I just got to get good and drunk before I get <laughs> on." Well, you're in the airport. You're the hey, a free Wi-Fi, and you just like, oh god, this free Wi-Fi is too slow. What the fuck? Yeah, right. Yeah. Complaining about the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> Jason's getting the first world problem. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, because yeah. that one comes up way too much. Like, why isn't my Wi-Fi? It's four yeah. G. What is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I've got one uh, when you're not winning the Rotten Tomatoes game that we set up, Rotten on the Vine. I'm used to that one, though. That's pretty um, normal for me. The uh, the numbers aren't all in. So for the listeners, uh, our Rotten on the Vine, which is our Rotten Tomatoes prediction game, um, we uh, salvaged uh, the, uh, the last movie from before the pandemic, A Quiet Place 2. And um, let's see, uh, uh, Ian... Had it. His prediction was a seventy-three percent. Matt's was a ninety. Jason was an eighty-one, and mine was an eighty-nine. It's currently sitting with eighty-eight reviews at ninety-three. So Matt's uh, Matt's a genius. Yes, we get it. It'll come down. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Come, come to me. Swing for the fences. Come to me. One. Reviews. I just, I still cannot believe that that has that high. Have you reviews. seen the first one? I, it's great, but I mean, wait, 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 sequels, wait, why can't you believe it? I'm not because sequels never do better than the first movie, or as well. It's just crazy. <laughs> don't say never. I don't know. John Krasinski seems to have a, this directing thing down. So that's pretty impressive. I yeah, have confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on. He's on a. I'm sorry, Jason. He's on a Amazon Prime show, right? Isn't he Jack Ryan? Yeah, yeah. yeah he does the Jack Ryan. Great. Right? Mm-hmm. That's really. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, eighty-one for a sequel—that's still pretty freaking good. <laughs> I gave, yeah, I gave it that. But but that would be a solid rating for a <laughs> it's sequel. A real, it's a good movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I bought tickets for next week uh, to go watch A Quiet Place Two um, oh, Saturday. Nice. Uh, last week, the last two weeks, it was, I was telling you this morning. Um, Spiral is the box office champ in the last couple weeks. <laughs> the Dragon? Ridiculous. No, it's a Saw movie. Oh, oh with Chris yeah, with Chris so, Rock. Okay. Yeah, with oh. Chris Rock. Yeah, which is strange, but it's yeah, it's been um, doing okay. Huh. Um, That's like uh, that franchise is. It, it was beating a dead horse. Then it was beating the dead horse's skeleton. Yeah, yeah Now yeah. it's beating the dead horse's dead third generation grandchildren. Yeah. Well, now no, now you've powdered the skeleton up into fine calcium, and then you're snorting it. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. The, the first one was legitimately the first movie good, was yeah. like fresh and interesting. Yeah. And then and they're then, like, what if? We did that that again a yeah. million times. Yeah, <laughs> the first one I was blown away by the first one when I saw it in theaters. I remember. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. It was like a different take, and mm-hmm. the twist was like, "Oh wow, I didn't really yeah. see that yeah, coming." Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah. Hopefully. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> ew, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jason watching most movies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's when it happened when I saw. I don't Pope. think I want to go to movies with Jason. Anymore. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> um, he just stands up in the theater. Like, He's like, ah! <laughs> 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 okay. 
Dang. Most uh, Pixar animated films, that's kind of what I do the whole time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you're not invited back no. to those? <laughs> oh, speaking of animated films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason's the most likely to have seen Mitchell's versus the Machine. I have seen it. Uh, I heard it's wow. good. Is it, it is good. good. It is good. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, the uh, some of the animation they do in that is pretty cool because they kind of uh, use different styles it's of animation. From the Spider Verse people, right? Yes, yes. So hmm. there's different uh, styles of animation used within the same movie, and they actually use. Uh, uh, this isn't going to ruin anything. They actually use slight, like actual, like um like real like uh, uh, what do i say like real pictures of like real people and things like that just mixed into the movie like so they use all kinds of methods of doing mm -hmm. the yeah i was surprised i didn't know what to expect but I've i sat down and watched it's it on with, netflix i sat down and watched it with my kids uh we were they wanted to watch a movie and i was like oh so i was like I, of course when they want to watch a movie with me i'm always looking for something for that i would like too of course mm -hmm. you know because i'm a selfish son of a bitch mm -hmm. and uh hey. And uh, so I found that, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I looked it up and saw the reviews. I was like, wow, this has good reviews. So we sat and watched it. Um, my my oldest son loved it, um, but all the kids loved it. There was this part. I can't remember what part it was, but they rewound and watched that same. Huh. And they laughed, just laughed, laughed for that same 20-second scene probably 12 times. I'm glad to know the kids still do that Yeah, shit. yeah, We used they to, do. like, get up and rewind the VCR, like, over and over again. <laughs> mm -hmm. the and they just, fucking they, it was funny. Every time they'd just laugh, and then they'd be like, oh, go back, go back, go back. So Ryson would rewind it, and, uh, like, the fifth time, I was like, oh, I'm going to. I got something to do. <laughs> you're like, so I've been down this like, road. I can go yeah, do something for 35 yeah. minutes. <laughs> got uh, Danny McBride is uh, one of the voices. There. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a Netflix original. I saw it mm -hmm. pop up, and then I think I heard maybe the Let's Talk About Stuff guys mm -hmm. were talking about. And I, I just heard, heard people yet, saying good things about can it. Can you give me a five-second rundown of uh, what it's yeah. about? Five-second rundown? Like the synopsis of it? Yeah. Uh, uh, family, uh, girl, uh and dad have some relationship issues as far as what she wants to do in life. Um, and then she's going to go off to college and then they decide they're going to, instead of put her on the plane, she's pissed because she wants to get there. Um, dad wants to do bonding time by driving her to college and then uh, shit in the world starts to fall apart. And it's their journey to being like, uh, it's a, it's a, a Mitchell's versus the machine. So it's mm -hmm. not, I'm not giving away any spoilers. But there's, it's uh, one of those things where technology has uh, turned on us. Okay. Robot so, uprising. Yeah. So, uh, but wow. yeah, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's there's a lot more to it than just. But yeah, it it's funny. It's mm -hmm. uh, some the animation is is pretty cool and. Yeah, Pixar really, really like changed animated films forever by doing that whole thing where it's like we know the parents have to watch this, but if we make it so the parents also enjoy it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like there's kid there's no kids movies. I mean there is like little kids movies, but like a lot of the big budget kids movies are also adult movies these mm -hmm. days. Yeah. It's almost like there's a second woven yeah, story there's like a subplot. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, kids won't get, but the adults like see it's through such it an and impressive see balance. Was it yeah. Matt? Was it Sony? Am I correct? Was it Sony Studios that did the that movie? I'd have to look it up. Oh, I, it's Netflix. I don't Is know who, who did it. I think, okay. but uh, whoever did it had a contract with Netflix because it didn't release anywhere else. I don't think. Like the perfect example would be like the mom says something kind of like could be conceived as dirty or a little bit kind of like wrong to the dad 
and then like yeah, hits him or vice versa. Hey and honey, the kid... let me, yeah. Hey honey, let me wash your balls. Right. And, right, right. Tennis and then balls someone out. slips on a banana peel, and all the kids yeah. laugh. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they so, were talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, so parents are laughing because of that. Kids are laughing because some clue else. The kid thinks that they're laughing because of you know whatever the banana peel. And yeah, it's... yeah, it, it is Sony Pictures animation. It's got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes mm, right now. 98. Jason, though, also laughs at just the banana meal part. 98%. Dude, my laugh is so much worse than that, but thanks for trying. 89% audience score and uh, 98% critics, 160 reviews. We're so, yeah. definitely going to need to cut that. Can you mark down the time for that just so we can, we can isolate that laugh from that? <laughs> And then you use it in perfect situation. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, of animation. Yeah, no, let's oh, keep yeah. going with it. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, uh, I'm hoping this is what you were going to bring up. Um, we have a listener who requested, Amber, uh, she requested that we, we talk about Invincible. Oh, okay. Is that where you're going? No, but okay. I will well, talk about uh, that I'll too. remind you to, yeah. So let's let's get um, let's get Invincible out of the way. You haven't watched any Ian of Invincible. I have not. It's on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Um, Robert Kirkman, the creator of the Walking Dead comic book. This is another comic book that he wrote when he was like twenty four, when he's a young man. Um, this series ended about two years ago. The comic book series. It's over. Over. Yeah, it's it's a finite story, okay. and then the. The TV series, the animated TV series, has been premiering. uh, The first season just ended on uh, Amazon Prime, right? Amazon Prime? Mm -hmm. And uh, a crazy thing that's going on, so that's animated. They're also working on a the the same people who created the TV show are also working on a movie completely separately. So it's uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg, uh, executive producing the TV show, which is going really well but they're on the side making a movie too or putting together a movie um i'm only i've got two episodes left i'll let you guys know where uh spoiler light spoilers on this we won't go too far i'm i've got two episodes left it's an eight episode season just so you guys know where i'm at um let's see uh the main character what's the main character's name um invincible uh i forget his Steven Yeun? That's the actor. actor. Um, And by the way, the fucking voice cast is stellar. It's amazing. Uh, So the main character just got his ass completely just stomped in the last episode. And this episode's him recovering from it. And uh, let's see. uh, His mom and dad are... There's a schism going on because she's starting to find out some stuff about his dad. And what else? The demon character has kind of been pushed aside. So that's where I'm at in the story. Um, okay. What else? <clears throat> I think that's it. I don't think... Yeah. So do you guys have an idea of where I'm, where I'm at in the, in the story? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. So give me your guys' thought. What do you guys think about the series as a whole? It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like... Uh, yeah, it's just something different. But it, it's weirdly uh referential like every character is like almost a direct reference to like an analog a, to something real else character which is kind of a i don't want to say lazy but interesting you mean like a real way. character because i mean uh we first see a team that's very like, much like the justice league justice league yeah. and then the characters within are air quotes 
Aquaman, Wonder and Woman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and, yeah, 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 and and the main character Invincible, not necessarily his power set, but he's very much Peter Parker ish. Where and his dad is Superman, essentially, like yeah. from another planet, right, right, and. Uh, there's like a lot of Hellboy vibes from the demon. Detective. The demon character. Um, I, I like the. I like the. Uh, maybe likes not the right word, but the character design of like the 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 government uh, official type people that are trying to keep the superheroes online. That's the other thing too. Superheroes have been a thing in this world for a while, so it's not like oh my god, a superhero showed up. It's like been part of the world for a while now, I guess. Yeah. They really like. Uh, it was it's Evan Goldberg and, and Seth Rogen. Seth right? Rogen, yeah. Like those guys are similar, a little older than than some of us. Yeah, similar in age to mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, they grew up watching the same like late '90s cartoon, early '90s, right. late '90s cartoons. Like especially when I think about the twins, which I don't know where you are. They're in the first episode. Um, the Mahler twins. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they. They've recovered. So it was two of them, and then it's just one of them, and now it's two again. Okay, yeah. Right, so right. like you've seen them a bunch of times. Those guys give me so much '90s cartoon vibes. Yeah. Just like everything about them. Yeah. It it feels like I'm watching a show as a kid. So it, this show nails that balance of right. that, but being like very modern and interesting to an adult. Okay. As well. So I'm slightly older than you guys. So um, <clears throat> in the '90s, uh, I was starting to stop watching animated stuff around the time like batman the animated series and i started dropping off of stuff um when like power rangers and all that stuff started coming up and i remember there's like a couple spider-man cartoons in that era there's the x-men um animated series in that era justice league justice league that was a little more 2000s yeah um this show reminds me of that kind of pocket in time yeah um but but modernized like right. refined um and I, I really like when they're using technology i guess computerized stuff i guess because it's very it's done really well it's very seamless and just it doesn't it's not jarring it's it's very they it seems like they decided on the style and they stuck with it and they're confidently moving along with it and it's working it's really I, I really like the animation in it. It is interesting yeah. to see like you don't even notice it unless you know what you're looking for or like maybe pay more attention. But mm-hmm. the corridor crew guys do yes, and yep. animators react. Oh, and okay. they get this guy from Pixar who has like a long history in hand animating stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but how computers are making um, animation just easier. Mm-hmm. So like they, especially if you watch like older anime, there'll be these scenes where this the characters like reacting. But, like, nothing is actually being animated other than, like, lines in the background. Like, the character doesn't move at all. The background doesn't move at all. It's just yeah, yeah, lines yeah, yeah. moving. And, like, little tricks like that. Like, if you watch the old Scooby-Doo show, mm-hmm. like, nothing fucking moves ever. And then right. when the characters move, it's the same, like, five-frame loop over yeah. and over again. Yeah. But, like, uh, you can see with modern shows like this, like, the computers are doing a lot of heavy lifting so that they can actually animate everything mm-hmm. for, like, a reasonable budget. And it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's how exactly how I describe the animation is what you guys did was kind of like a modernized throwback to that same time period. That's one of the first things I noticed about the animation 
<clears throat> and I really liked it. And I, I absolutely love J.K. Simmons as Omni Man. Yeah, he does great. As He's that guy. the standout, I yeah. think, with the voice acting absolutely, in this. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I love the portrayal of Omni Man. I won't go with the, the any of the character arcs that go beyond where Hector is, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I love where the, the everything goes with that and the relationship with him and Invincible and and the dynamic between those two and what what kind of what that creates. Mark Grayson is a, Mark Grayson, uh, yeah. Right, yeah. And then Debbie is the. The, the the mom, right? Mm-hmm. Sandra O oh voices. Yeah. Yeah, Sandra O oh is pretty good in that too, yeah. Um it uh I I the story pacing, I mean, uh the characters I, I like. Um I mean there's a lot of characters that come and go. I like um Zachary Quinto's character too. I, I not I haven't read the comics, so I don't know who's I have an idea of some of the main characters who's evil and, and what from you know, but I can't tell if the robot character is evil or not. Um, He's one of my favorite characters in the show. I don't know how Matt feels about that. He's robot. an interesting character. I wouldn't yeah. say he's like my favorite. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's well, Zachary he's, Quinto? Is he a robot? Um, he's Spock in um, in the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. He was uh, he was in Heroes. He played. Yeah, but which character? Oh, is I'm he? sorry. He plays the he plays robot. Oh, robot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I the one thing that trips me up with the cast is uh, Rexplosion is. Uh, J- Jason Manzukis. Yeah, yeah, he just is. He's so good at playing this bananas off the wall yeah. improvising lunatic that it's weird to see him in a role that like he's clearly just reading the script and his voice is just so like bananas crazy off the wall. It yeah, it seems a little out of place. It, to it me. took it took me a while to here, take yeah. the Z- Jason Manzukis out right of yeah. uh, the show. Yeah, because I mean, I it's like the, every time he would talk, I would see him like half naked on the league doing some dumb shit, right? And or how does this get made? Like I had to. Re- t- it took me a while to kind of push yeah, that all away yeah, because that's here. all I heard was just him, not the character. Yeah, it was two or three episodes for me, probably three or four yeah. episodes for me to get past that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he he's great. And by the way, the league. If anyone listening who hasn't watched that, that's a great fucking show. And and I don't even. I'm not even a sports person, but like that's the premise of the show is. Uh, uh fantasy football right like but even if you're not into that show that show is hilarious it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. um see invincible what else um yeah it's fantastic man i'm so glad we jumped on that um it's yeah. just kind of going off a little bit of like the whole alternate like the boys kind of yeah no it's It's like like... it's very the boysy it's like we've seen the same fucking superman saves the world thing Mm -hmm. for what like 70 years now yeah right. it's like what if we take a different approach type of mm-hmm. thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah does Have he we... ask for does jk simmons ask for pictures of spider-man <laughs> yeah no he he doesn't he never asks he always yells, he yells oh man i just made the connection that's fucking <laughs> i don't know you why wanna, you want to say weird. that so i've been listening to how did this get made yeah, right yeah because yeah, you had mentioned it yeah yeah and jason manzoukas is on the show and the host is paul Shear. paul Shear, yeah and I was like, oh, man, how does Paul Shear know Jason Manzukis? And I listened to like 10 episodes before they made a league reference. And I'm like, God, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the guy that does uh, uh, the role uh, in the league, Taco, which is another crazy uh-huh. character, yeah. does the um, little uh, bumper for how did this get made? The podcast like the music. There's a there's a music sting, um, uh, second opinions that little uh, singing part right there. Uh-huh. That's Taco from because oh, nice. he he also has like uh, a side gig that he's a musician and he's really good actually. Um, 
But anyway, uh, so yeah, The Invincible, um, I, I'm only a couple episodes, uh, I've only got a couple episodes to go, but um, it's fantastic. It's probably the best thing I'm watching right now, I was kind of TV-wise. I was kind of ashamed with myself, because I'm a big Walton Goggins fan. I like Oh, that's Walton right, Goggins. he's good in it too. And he's Cecil, and I didn't know that until, I don't know, several episodes in. <clears throat> once I found that out, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, once I knew that and then heard the voice, I'm like, yeah, that's him. But I did, like, it just, I didn't pick up on it. I didn't but know that you were Goo Goo for Goggins. I am Goo Goo for Goggins. For Goggins. <laughs> it all, I mean, it all studied, it all studied, it all started in uh, the show Justified. Mm. He was awesome in that show. Who does he play? Who does he play? He's like the major antagonist. I'm trying to think of the character's name. Now I can't remember the character's name. Like the white supremacy guy, kind of like that, that guy? I guess he kind of is the ca- kind of character, yeah. Like blows up the churches and like, the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, spoilers! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah. show are you guys talking about though? Justify. Justify. Oh great, yeah, Justify. Because yeah. he was in something. <coughs> he was in. Was he not in? Um, what was that really? Uh, the the bikers. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. He, he was, was he not in that. He too? was in yeah. that show. Yeah. Uh, I always have to just look up Walton Goggins' uh, discog or a filmography here. Um, let's see here. Um, Boyd, that was his character. Boyd, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep. he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's great. Um, he does. He he has a distinct voice. He does a great job with the character Cecil in uh, Invincible. But every once in a while, I'm like, is that Walton Goggins? Like, I know it is, but mm-hmm. he does. He 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 gets into the character enough where you're not not unlike Jason Manzukas, where you're like you're trying to like shake the the, right. the actor out of the uh, role but um yeah um oh one little uh easter egg um for you robert kirkman fans out there the entire team of the justice league um analogs the guardians of the globe they're all voiced by actors that are on the walking dead or were on the walking dead oh nice Hmm. so it's a little uh who does the the immortal see um I, I so I watched this show thinking like oh this will be like a mildly enjoyable thing I can kind of watch and it ended up being one of the, my favorite things I've watched all year so it was a pleasant surprise same here because I I was like oh I'm gonna jump on this it looks interesting and then it right now I'm watching three or four different shows and this is probably the best thing I'm watching right now um, the immortal Ross Marquand um, let me see who the actor oh um, he Oh, he's not like a particularly. He's in the later seasons. I know okay, who yeah. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of looks like um, like a generic white dude. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. He's a GWD. <laughs> generic hey, white Walter, dude. Uh, Walter Goggins, Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. He, his voice is so distinct. It's almost like it's kind of similar, to like Benedict Cumberbatch. Like you know, it's him. Yeah. But it's very like Jason. Yeah, yeah. Then it, it, it's very masculine, like. But it uh, has that southern, like yeah, southern it's got, draw. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's which is not that common. In I mean, most people, uh, there's a lot of shows portrayed in the South. The most of the actors are not from the South or have a natural yeah, southern like draw. British or something. Yeah, they're a British actor that's trying to mimic a southern accent. Apparently, I just like the way he looks. It's not about the voice for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Uh, if if you're if you are also a Walton Goggins fan, there's a deep there's a deep cut show that aired that he's in. Oh. He's a major role in called Six that not a lot of people know about. It actually it aired two seasons on History Channel, 
but it's about a group of Navy SEALs. And wow. it's decent. I'm yeah. not going to come over and say it's really good, but it, it's decent enough if you like him to, to watch it. But is this like, do you do a rundown on your podcast, Boo Boo for Goggins? Is this mm-hmm. a deep dive? Yeah, we're going to start that here soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but when we talk about him, uh, I'm not going to actually, like, we'll, we'll play cuts, like, from his shows and stuff, but I won't know who he is. I'll be part of this podcast if I get my own section in the middle called Gay for Gosling. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. We could do a whole bit. Every episode will just be called something for the last name of an actor. Yeah. <laughs> All G's. How many G's are there? Oh, I don't know. G, Invincible. Okay, Matt, you had something oh, else. Oh, Love, Death, and Robots Part oh, yes. 2 is All right. out. All right. It is nowhere near as good as the first yeah. one. But but sell it for me, though. Oh, but it's still awesome. Okay. Like, uh, it's just, it doesn't have that kind of wow factor that the first one did that yeah. like just like where did this come from what is this what is going on mm-hmm. and just to call back to the first one real quickly for anyone watched it the 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 witness i think it's called the one where the lady like is in a time loop kind yeah, of, yeah 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 that is one of the most like astounding artistic pieces of animation i've ever seen and there's there's nothing quite to that level in the new. I game. from what I remember i don't remember seeing any kind of like flaws in any of the anime because i was like transfixed in the animation because it looks re- like super realistic the new one no not that, the, the old one the, the one with that, that girl yeah, in that yeah. time loop but um yeah it was pretty flawless the animation in that it, one it does that uh kind of spider-verse thing where it, it takes uh like it wants to to look great but it wants to look like nothing else mm-hmm. at the same time and it does a really good job of that but the new one the the like sci-fi in this the little shorts are still pretty entertaining they're just not quite as good but Mm -hmm. there is uh the animation on this new one is astounding there's this one called sand no snow that takes place in the desert but it's called snow and no joke for the first maybe 10 to 15 maybe 20 percent of it i was like oh there's a live action one like it it (laughs) my brain was like oh wow it wasn't until because he kind of was hooded up at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until he took his mouth off because the mouths are like you, no one can get mouths just right unless you put like billions of dollars into it like right. Thanos. It wasn't until he took you like got full face shots that I was like, ah, OK, it's a little wonky, but like it is incredibly well done. So were you were in Caney Valley. Yeah, I was I was in I was on the other side of the valley. <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? Wow. <laughs> It was it was very I was that's, very uh, impressed Netflix, by that. That's, uh, and that was streaming. like the first season had Beyond the Aquila Rift, which is the astronaut who thinks he's stranded in space, but it turns out he's actually like inside of a giant alien organism. If you didn't watch that I one, I don't know if I did watch. I that just one. spoiled the whole fucking thing. Uh, no, 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 but right. that is the best. My okay. favorite. My favorite aside from the witness. Because I because I watch. I remember one where it was some kind of like battle, like that they linked up with. I don't know. Oh no, that that one was cool too, though. Yeah. And then the one you were just telling me about, where they're in a time loop. There's one in a desert. No, there's one where he thinks he's stranded in space. And okay. He's on a space station with a lady. That's the first season. Yeah. And okay. It's to, incredibly yeah. well done. That okay. was that one I knew was animated, but I was impressed by this new one. I genuinely thought it was live action at the beginning. All right. All right. And then there's some some short little fun ones, like an old lady in a retirement community's vacuum tries to murder her. 
And yeah, the new season's worth a watch for sure. All right. But yeah, you were telling me about the lips. The lips are a giveaway, right? Yeah, it it's just lips are like if you know a lot about like video games or animation, like surfaces contacting each other are incredibly mm-hmm. computationally expensive. Yeah. And when the surfaces then have to deform like your lips, mm-hmm. it's just it takes a lot of time and money to get lips right. That was the whole thing with Henry Cavill Justice in the League, mustache yeah. cut. Justice League, is yeah. like it, they just didn't have the time or the money to make that oh, look good yeah. because lips are just so hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. His, the, yeah. <laughs> Tom Green was like, my bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. <laughs> like, Get uh, this guy out of here. It's not relevant anymore. And that's streaming on Netflix. Man. And the best thing about Love, Death and Robots is like they're like 10 minute shorts. You can just like pop one on. Just my attention span. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Sticking with the animation, um, and I'll just jump off this. I just want to praise the animation on it because it's mind blowing. Is a I went to watch um, uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba in the theater. The uh, the movie. So I watched the very last part of the story so far, and it sold me. I'm hooked. I went back and started. From the beginning um, on the show three, yeah on the show i'm three or four episodes in now out of like 26 episodes hmm. and that's on um hulu uh so yes matt you're right hulu is the spot for anime it really is yeah um the animation on demon slayer is fucking like yes that combo of like uh 3d cgi animation with regular uh, traditional hand drawing like they're they've gotten to that singularity where the, it, it works mm-hmm. really well and and one thing about uh, demon slayer is that i'll get caught up looking at the animation and the uh, character design the character design is spectacular uh i'll get caught up in the storyline and stuff and then forget that it's a horror it's a i mean it's it's straight up horror also like as much as it is adventure and, and action mm-hmm. which is all that's all good but there's like horrific shit that happens because they're like it's they're slaying demons. And uh, so that's all I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying um, Demon Slayer right now. And the animation, yes, is awesome. I was telling Ian this uh, the other day at, uh, um, I would have this like crazy idea. It's like, man, I wish everything was animated. Baseball games on TV, just everything, uh, cooking shows. And I realize that's crazy. But at the same time, the, 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 the highest grossing stuff like movies in Japan are mostly all Jap- uh animated. Mm-hmm. Um, like the top, because this movie is like the highest grossing film in Japan now, the Kimetsu no Yaiba Demon Slayer. And, but it beat out like uh, Spirited Away. And then if you read the, the, the following eight movies, like, you know, six of them are animated. Have you ever watched any of the Studio Ghibli movies? Just the one that Jason, I haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to them eventually. There's, they're, stellar yeah it's the yeah. japanese pixar is how i yeah. describe studio yeah. ghibli yeah. uh the one i'd watch is that grave of the flower fireflies yeah uh but i think zibin um friend of the show is who i went to go see demon mm, slayer friend of you maybe yeah maybe i spoke i spoke <laughs> uh, i didn't mean to speak for all of us um he recommended what was the i think i spirited away the, the castle one the moving castle whatever that's called i don't think i've seen that one that's the I one know, he recommended yeah, yeah. um but that's all I wanted to say about um, animation and stuff. But there was another I, animated show that's gotten huge. Rise. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. the Castlevania on Netflix. Has I watched been, the like, first huge. season of it. Yeah, yeah, it's still going on. Yeah. Like it's it's powering along pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll stick with animation. I've been watching. <laughs> <coughs> I've been watching Bad Batch. 
Oh, cool, uh, cool. Which is from uh, Filoni, the same. I mean, yeah. it's like Clone Wars. It's a, the feel of it is a little different. Uh, it's not. It, it's not cut perfectly from the same cloth. I mean, you, you're definitely living within the same universe, mm-hmm. but uh, the characters are obviously well, the the Bad Batch characters are obviously clones that are they're different from the rest of the clones. Yeah, this, um, this takes place uh, directly, like at the end of Episode Three, right? Almost directly. Yeah, it's like during Order sixty six. Yes, yes. Okay. The show starts pretty much at Order sixty six, and it follows these clone characters who. Um, are not susceptible to the same type of influence, like influential things, as far as their they genetics. Don't, they just don't follow along like the right, rest of the clones. Right, right, yeah. and they kind of get, they kind of s- separate themselves partially because they're a little bit forced to, but also they make a decision to separate themselves from the rest of the clone in the empire, and then it kind of follows their storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I watched the first episode. With you. Oh, sorry, are you watching this with your your son or is this nope, a, just okay. me? Yep. Yeah, I watched the first episode. Uh, I'll probably watch it the whole thing maybe but it's got that like Clone Warsy vibe where it's almost too much of a kids show for me mm-hmm. okay that's like the, my, I always struggled with Clone Wars because I like I, ask, I yeah. like some of the episodes and I like some of like the deeper plots but mm-hmm. it then there's the announcer that's like meanwhile yeah. on and like it just yeah. feels yeah, like a children's yeah. show sometimes and I it it turns me off to I've it. never liked the narrator thing yeah. with <laughs> about the show I, I agree I agree um and maybe that's part of the reason why I've never been able to get through the whole game Clone Wars. Yeah, I've seen um, a lot I'm of still people. trying. I'm still trying. That's that's a, a thing I've learned recently, just after this conversation, actually, that there's plenty of people who've watched parts of Clone Wars. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm the, I'm in the same boat. I've watched a hand like probably ten episodes, but it's same. There's probably like a hundred episodes. Yeah. Well, it's also like not the most approachable thing either. You need to like. Uh, Google like okay I want to I want to watch the Darth Maul yeah. plot line. What are many like, Here are the episodes and they're not always sequential and you got to piece it together. Right, right, that's a good segue to what I was what I was getting ready to say and I, I'm going to make it through all of Bad Batch and and here's the reason is the Clone Wars is it has storylines but it, it jumps around and there's all kinds of these tiny little storylines that are going on during the clones and you're kind of jumping back and forth and you got one then you're moving to the other you move another planet and there's this going on this diplomatic problem and then there's this like uh um assassin and now we gotta deal with this um bad batches you're just you're gonna get to know these characters and you're gonna develop these characters and i'm three episodes in and it that's where the show it is going. it has a veered yes that's crazy. where this show is going and so i'm kind of excited for that that we're, um, we're gonna have one solid storyline um and um i'm uh, happy enough with it so far that i'm gonna stick with it three episodes in so i can't help but when you say bad batch that i think and it's like bad bitch like there's gonna be some central overarching like female <laughs> protagonist is the come what? out like really? the one it's bad possible. bitch yeah possible. And the name always makes me think of like an expendables type mm-hmm. uh show where, okay. like a bunch of yeah. grungy ex oh. action heroes mm-hmm. or it's like a cooking show yeah like yeah. Uh, and they pull out the cookies they're like oh, another bad batch well do i just back for the one last Simon, uh, Jason, you do remind me with uh, going back to Invincible. There, Invincible will kind of have like weird little side things, or like characters will show up later, like floating in space, and you're like, "Oh, that's a person from the first episode." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, um, in addition to that, I love the whole idea how they in, they introduce each one. Like with the whole when they're getting ready to say the name of the show and then they cut oh, yeah. to the, uh-huh. uh, the title card. I'm, not, yeah. I'm sure that's been done before. The I title card, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, 
not quite like that. I think this pretty original. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't. I, I. I didn't want to be like, oh, look at this original thing, and then there are people. And then there's like three shows I haven't watched. It's all done it before. You know what I mean? So the the, but, the only three shows you've never watched. Right. Yeah. 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 In my in my show orgy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Dave Filoni, the uh, show. Because uh, he's the genius behind Clone Wars mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Right. And the Mandalorian. And right? the Mandalorian. And the Mandal- uh, yeah. Oh, John Favreau, it. yeah, parts of it. But, but he's like the the story guy. He's like the what's the Marvel lady or Kevin Feige? Well, that's that's uh, that's what I was getting to. Dave Filoni just officially became the the uh, Kevin Feige of okay. Lucasfilm, not yeah. just the animated stuff. Okay, like um, it's it, and I think it's great because some of the best um, episodes of The Mandalorian last season were the ones that he did that Filoni not just wrote, but directed as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um, it's good for him. Like if you look at everything yeah. from the prequels until now, uh, the only two like globally successful things he's done are the clone or that star Wars has done is the clone wars and the Mandalorian mm-hmm. really that like didn't get some sort of like massive hate response. Mm-hmm. And both yeah, of those yeah, yeah. things are him. So like, he's clearly the guy to do it. Yeah. And, yeah. You don't have to try to force somebody in there oh, when this guy, right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> God but, damn it. Ian. You can't much. pun other people's sentences. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Cause, cause they were trying to do that at DC. They were trying to do that at DC with like this person or Zack Snyder or this other person, but it has to be like, like somebody like Filoni, where it's he's a natural for it, and you, you, he doesn't feel like he was forcing his way in there. They just like they were like, well, "Oh, you're the natural like, guy." Yeah, it's like Zack Snyder yeah. or someone else is like, "Oh, this is like he's a big name we can get in here." Right. But Kevin Feige and, wasn't a big name. And Filoni, yeah. they're just like fucking nerds. Yeah. Who were in the right place at the right time? Yeah. Right. And put in the time. There's yeah. like a great video. I think it's on the Mandalorian behind the scenes stuff of uh, Filoni. Who was working on fucking SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh yeah, talking about when he got the call to do Clone Wars, <laughs> and he thought that it was the SpongeBob people fucking with him, huh? and he oh, was like wow, on yeah. the phone with like the Star Wars execs and was like, "Oh, give me a break, guys!" Like <laughs> he was just a nobody who really liked Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that helps because there's so much canon and lore to keep track of now. Right? My goodness, to appease the the fans and not only that mm-hmm. but you have to keep track of the existing canon which gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger right but you have right. to be able to reference the extended universe stuff to keep like the mega fans happy too mm-hmm. sure yeah. sure you do so yeah. like when, balance, you're, yeah. when you're writing new star wars you have to pull non-canon stuff into canon to keep people happy yeah mm-hmm. so you have to understand the canon and just every fucking other yeah. thing yeah because they're still like writing actual novels and material in the star wars universe oh yeah, yeah for sure Comic books, you've yeah. got to bring balance to the canon mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um god damn it <laughs> We, uh, I, I did want to bring up a couple of comic books, but we were, we're not doing that. We were only, we're a piece. Yeah, if you got a couple of commies mm-hmm. you want to bring I've got, up. I've got a podcast that'll take like one minute to mention that I've been listening to. Yeah, yeah. It's called Science-ish. Um, they haven't made any episodes since last year. It's like a hundred episodes of it. Um, I like the idea of it. It's why I listen, started listening to it. And the podcast is decent. Um, it basically, they take a TV show or a movie and then the whole episode is actually just discussing the science that's involved in that TV show or movie. So Inception, they talked about dreams mm. and, and lucid dreams and the science behind that. Um, there's a Rick and Morty episode I haven't listened to yet. 
Um, and then, you know, whatever, uh, there's an Ex Machina episode oh, that'll wow. talk about artificial okay. intelligence. So I, I thought that was, I saw that as a concept for a podcast. I was like, that's pretty cool. What's I, it called? Uh, science ish. So S C I E N C I S H. Let me see. <laughs> the C, the, 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 e the, the second C is what's fucking me up there. There actually is the, it's science and then in parentheses ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's Irish, actually, the podcast. Uh, hmm? Oh, you're not joking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're from Ireland. Which, by the way, we've been getting, uh, the last month or so, the the British one I've seen for a long time, but we're getting a download from Ireland and a download from Great Britain. So we're going to have to spend an entire episode one day and just like just talk up how awesome Irish people are and British people are to see if we can get them to like chime in to like send us an email participate participate a little bit cuz um i mean i i brave about great britain pretty often on here um the one of the new uh, one, one of the next movies i'm going to be reviewing actually for next week for uh, uh 2000 movies is uh darkest hour the gary oldman where he plays winston churchill uh, yeah, so, i like that yeah. movie yeah um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know what you should do, Hector? I think you'd really bring them in. Just really real men. If you yeah. could watch every episode of Dr. Who for me. And oh man. That's where I crossed the line. That's where that's, <laughs> that's, that's the line where that's, I love British stuff, but that's where I cut off. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I don't, Doctor I'm Who. sorry to all the Dr. Who. Yeah. I mean, I never, I've never understood Dr. Who. You gotta Who. binge watch Dr. Who while you like jam Cadbury eggs in your yeah, mouth. And yeah. Something. And fish and chips mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. Um, so, um, what else did I want to bring up? Um, I'd like to bring up some comics for next episode cause you've been reading. Well, yeah, that. I've, I've gotten back into comics again. Fortunately, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a financial burden. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I've got a couple and I've read what you, I've read a little bit of what you've read. So maybe we'll save that for next time. What oh, else? I do want to bring up then if we're not going to do the comics now, yeah. uh, resident evil eight village is out. Hmm. And I don't know if anyone here is fans of Resident Evil. I haven't really played the games too much. Okay, it's I, it's like not the best game ever, but it's pretty good. And it like uh, it does a great job of harkening back to Resident Evil Four, which is like the well, I suppose there's generations of Resident Evil, but for like me, Resident Evil Four is like the holy grail Resident hmm. Evil. Okay, and then there's like the older crew that says like I think two or one or two is the best one. Um, yeah, I would probably say that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but I think four is maybe the best one for me. And then seven, which came out a while back was just such a awesome, like refresher and like really put the horror back into it. Mm -hmm. And so eight is just a continuation of that with a lot of reference back to four. Okay. And then there's a lot of numbers here. Everyone can put your calculators away. So eight is what we're, yes, it's, it's actually called resident evil village. Uh, it's the newest one, or mm-hmm. it's out already? Yeah. yeah, it just came out this month. It's a first-person claustrophobic yeah. horror game. Yeah, I read I read about it and saw still shots, and I thought it was pretty cool. And then De- uh, Delvin had said, "Yeah, Delvin was talking. We're talking about, about how, how much that was really good. Yeah. How uh, how much Resident Evil have you played? Like, I played the first four, and then I stopped. Yeah. The last one I played, the fourth one I played online with a buddy of mine uh, before I lost my awesome internet." Um, and we beat that one, and that was the, I believe that was the last one I played to completion. Was four. did you play? Oh, you didn't play seven. I didn't play seven. Seven's no. fucking terrifying. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Are you playing anything right now? Ian? I have not. I've no, not played no. anything. Yeah. No. So. I uh, that, uh, Jason just reminded me with the uh, Resident Evil, where the, the playing it uh, with a friend, 
uh, I don't know. The other day I was like, oh man, you know what? Just for shits and good, like just like I'd love to uh, download the the remake of Final Fantasy VII and just jump in. But I was like, just here by myself playing Final Fantasy VII. Like I played it before. I played the original when I was a kid. Uh, but I had played it with a friend where we'd he'd spend an hour playing it and I'd coach him through and then we'd take turns and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's something to that. Just, uh, I guess it's nostalgia is part of it too. Yeah. But, um, just sharing a game with a friend, mm-hmm. you know, it's always fun. Um, all right. So that was, um, yeah. Episode 258. Anything else guys that we, uh, didn't want to skip over or. I think so. All right. Um, yeah. Thanks. Let's see. Do a little bit of networking here. Actually, Jason and Matt, tell them, tell the listeners where else they can find you. Uh, oh yeah, listen impossible. Yeah, where where can they find all that stuff? It's like a it's a novel you can find. Yeah, most yeah, major it's usually where all all yeah, books are it's, found. It's behind the porn section. Yeah, <laughs> tell us. Yeah, any any podcast or any place you get your podcast, listen impossible. I think I believe we're the only one named that, even though there's like millions of podcasts. Um, uh, at impossible underscore pod, we're on on Twitter. And uh, uh, listenimpossible at gmail.com is our email. But yeah, you can check us out. Well, what's uh, our, let uh, them know what it's about. And... It's se- it's uh, segment based. It's basically uh, <laughs> a lot of goofiness. Uh, every episode we do something different. Uh, we always start with facts and then we go on. We have uh, what we call dumbass debate where we debate something usually quite ridiculous. Uh, we even like debated one episode who would win in a fight, Seth Rogen or King Jong-un. Uh, to what are some of the other what are some of the other ridiculous debates we've done? Oh, what's better, a doorknob or a door lever? Like we, we <laughs> I mean, we've done all kinds of stuff. And then killer filler could be anything uh, from uh, any subject whatsoever. <laughs> we 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 decided one episode whether each uh, we went through bird characters because Matt thinks all birds are evil. So we went through bird characters, fictional bird characters, one by one, and decided if Big Bird and Donald Duck and so on were each evil. So. Uh, it's the dumb parts of mind grenade, but dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but even dumber. The no. pure, pure stupidity. And then we we play we play games and make recommendations to uh, in the podcast. That's basically how every episode is set up. Nice. And then in the show notes, you can always see what we're. Uh, I break it down for you each segment what we're doing. So nice. That we'll is that is listen impossible. All right, and then uh, just a quick little. Kudos to us, to Mind Grenade. Uh, we are about to hit in the next couple of days, uh, seven years. Um, I launched Mind Grenade back in 2014, and uh, we made it this far up to almost 200. It's probably more than 250, 260 episodes because we've done like little separate episodes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so um, just uh, I'm glad I spent all those years just cultivating, you know, a listenership and stuff uh, last year with the uh, pandemic. Uh, there was not a lot of going out to do stuff. And, uh, I know it was a big year for podcasting last year. A lot more people were listening to podcasts, ton, like thousands of, uh, podcasts launched last year. Um, since people couldn't go out, like comedians couldn't go out to do shows and stuff. So they just got on their computer. So, um, yeah, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I have years ahead to, uh, get a listenership going. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you uh, want to find a feed of the podcast, it's on mindgrenadestudios.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, leave us an email at mindgrenade2014 at gmail.com. M-G-T-W-E-N-T-Y 14 at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Matt, 
with Ian, Jason, and Hector signing off from your mom's bedroom. Sorry you gotta clean it up, bud. Surrounded by violence and murder. Say we in the street and we gripping on heat. You got beef and we frying your burger. My shoes on my feet and my words on my balls. It's all I got fucked with a murder. What happened to you? Why I'm certain? I'm certain as hell and I'm ripping the tail of Satan itself to serpent. We poor ain't no social service. We go in the store, they look nervous. Like fucking, we robbing the merchants. The preachers sound silly in service. Convincing my mama that all of her drama must certainly serve higher purpose. I fight to turn into curses. When I tell her any god that make it plenty hard, really ain't worthy to worship. Man, I believe in my patches. Man, I believe in my vests. Man, I believe in bandanas and pistols and holding out rock in my six. Born in the turmoil and trouble. I 